0: Yeah, you can't really plan ahead of things because like, there will always be something unexpected happen and you have to sort of like have your laptops with you like all the time, even if you are doing like hiking and stuff like that. Yeah, and, sure. Like, sounds crazy.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Chim. In this episode, we'll talk about investment banking. Furthermore, I invite my friend Len to join me as a guest speaker. Lynn has graduated with a master's degree from Imperial College and a bachelor's degree from UCL. Currently, she is working as an investment banking analyst. Without further ado, let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode 15 of the Passionately Curious by Michael Chin podcast. Today, I've invited my friend uh, Lynn to discuss with me the topic, investment banking. So uh, Lin, could you tell us more about yourself, like who you are and what you've been up to?
0: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, Michael. <laughs> so My name's Lin and um, uh, I kind of like, uh, just tell me about, okay. So it's like a bit of my background, right? So yeah. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm born and raised in China and went to Australia uh, for my high school. And after that, I was just doing my uni in the UK. And I recently graduated from Imperial College London last year. And I joined a Chinese investment bank uh, right afterwards in Hong Kong. Uh, But I'm currently in the business trade. So I'm kind of like stuck in a hotel in Beijing at the moment for quarantine. Yeah, that's what I'm up to at the moment.
1: Wow, that's amazing! Like, you're literally in the hotel right now. It's like, uh it's a business trip, right?
0: Yeah, but but you know, like we have quarantine. to do this, like twenty one yeah. days quarantine. So yeah,
1: must be a pretty busy, right? Even you're in during your quarantine period, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, we have to do all this like work because like everything is remote these days. So <laughs> you know, your boss can still ask you to do everything, or you know, like,
1: uh great amazing like could you tell us more about like your passion because like this podcast is also about like uh passion is like curious people
0: mm-hmm. yeah of course like um I guess like my passion is a bit vague I'm kind of like quite curious about everything um, to a certain extent so um well if you we, like put it in the larger scale like what I'm looking for in my life but then it'd be like self realisation and maybe just create some value for people I guess so I guess that's also why I chose to do IBD because at the moment I don't know what exactly is the, the thing you know so I kind of like want to go through this path and to explore different industries while doing like deals with a diverse range of companies in different industries of course
1: that's amazing uh i i just wonder like because today's topic is like uh it's also about like investment banking right so like uh i just want to um know like more about like your life as an investment banker because like uh often like we could hear people like uh say oh investment banking is a really a uh, prestige uh, glamorous uh job uh in the market right like it has like good salary and everything is so great and wonderful like so could you tell us more about your life as an investment banker uh, okay
0: i guess like a lot of that wasn't true <laughs> But I guess like um, uh, apparently like the hours aren't great. Like as you know, we've probably like been through this. So Michael and and I kind of like talked about me joining his podcast like kind of three three months ago, <laughs> I think. And every weekend, like I just got something, um, bumped up in into my face, and my boss just asked me like. Can you finish this by the end of week or by the end of the weekend, something like that? So like please fix, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's why I couldn't join like this podcast. Like yeah, so it's kind of like a big delay. So yeah, I guess um, the hours aspect is not so great to a certain extent. I guess I can talk a bit more about like IBD, as specifically like investment banking division, because there's like a broader perspective of IBD as in like investment banks in general, but as in I'm only in this department, so I might talk a bit more about my department. So I yeah. guess like, yeah, so so I think that work is kind of like flexible, but also demanding. Like the hours can vary a lot, depending like on different stages of uh, the transactions. Hmm. And uh, the thing is, you kind of, like, have to stand by, like, 24-7 to just, like, um, check out if there's anything on the group ma- group chat and if there's anything, like, urgent that you'll have to deliver <laughs> by yes. the time. So, yeah, because it's, like, really client-oriented um, nature of work. So you really have to sort of, like, yeah, you can't really plan ahead of things because, like, there will always be something unexpected to happen and you have to sort of like have your laptops with you like all the time, even if you are doing like hiking and stuff like that. Yeah, know sure. Sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah. And also like the other aspects is I think it's a really dynamic job. Uh, I guess this like really varies depending on like which company or team you work with or work for. But, like, in our team, we really have, like, exposures to various type of paths. So, yeah, it also depending, like, on the stage of the project. So, we can be doing, like, market research and drafting pitch books for a company. So, recently, like, I was just, like, doing a pitch book for a milk tea um, chant. So, it's kind of, like, um, something that's quite personal, quite uh, relatable in our in our daily life so it's quite fun like um doing some market research about these industries and also it can be like visiting clients and have meetings with them and um yeah kind of like we need to build a um long-term meaningful relationship with um, clients and i guess also like after you sort of like um decided to go forward with the deal and the client like signed a non um, Disclosure agreement and stuff. You might work as like a financial advisor first. And yeah, there's some time until they plan to get listed and all that stuff. So they might consult you about all these like issues about financing, about um, even like some business decisions. They might also ask for your uh, opinions on things. So I guess that's quite fun as in... Um, you know, like this, a lot of things uh, can come up like about the company, uh, it can be internal, external, and also like, um, I guess it's just like quite um, unexpected yet yeah, dynamics. So uh, we also have like a long process to go if we decided to go, uh, I mean, like a company decided to go IPO. So you need to conduct like various types of due diligence So you might go down to some of the cities you might never heard of like uh, in mainland China mostly as in like um, companies who go listed in the Hong Kong Stock Exchange are uh, majority like uh, Chinese based company. So you might interview some like suppliers, distributors, et et cetera. also like um, you're doing some <laughs> internal paperwork for the firm itself and preparing like stuff for the regu- regulatory side. So I guess that's sort of like what we do uh, at different stage of our project. And yeah, you can see like this or different um, type of tasks. It can be like just like communicative or just uh, really paperwork focused. So yeah, I guess that's what I do as an wow.
1: investment banker? I'll, I'll try to summarize um, what you said just now, right? Like you mentioned about like, there are actually um, three main uh, three main tasks that we'll uh, encounter normally. The first one is market research. Um, second one is pitch book, which is quite interesting. Uh, you could explain more later. And then like, and as well as some Excel paperwork, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So which one do, uh, do you find most challenging?
0: Um well like um challenging. Mm, I'll say like a lot of them are challenging, like especially like when you when me as like a junior who just mm. like um yeah stepped into industry for only I think three months in. So yeah, a lot of things are pretty Uh, fresh for me and uh, I have to sort of like learn on the job and it's always been a steep learning curve so far you have to sort of like get to know an industry and be able to pitch in front of a client who has been in the industry for um, I don't know how long like for for a decade or so and you have to try to be just like cool and uh, (laughs) experienced and yeah, just like um, you you need to sort of like learn stuff uh in a short period of time, uh and pick up something that you haven't heard or you're not familiar with, uh, for example like a sort of like a, um for example like a regulatory guide guideline, if it released like um two days ago, and you have to learn it properly and present. Uh, in front of your clients two days after. So you sort of like have to go through everything um, just within a really short period of time. Yeah, I, I guess that from that aspect, um, some work are pretty challenging. Um, I think it's about the learning mostly, rather than like uh, um, the techniques on Excel or PowerPoint, that kind of stuff, yeah.
1: Hmm. You mentioned about like uh, there. There's a thing called pitch book, which I'm also interested uh, to find out more. So could you tell us more about this?
0: Yeah, I guess like uh pitch book is like about um, so who you are, uh, what you do, like what you do well, well do good at, and also like um, why do we have to choose you? Uh, as our advisor, or as our sponsor, and also, I'll say like, what what do you know about our industry, our company? Like, show your insight and opinion about us, and what you can offer us on the table. Yeah, I guess that's what a pitch book mm. is about. If that's what you're asking.
1: Yeah, so it's more about like communicating with clients and. External parties or external stakeholders, right? Like uh, many times, we need to stay uh, passionately curious as well, right? Like you need to ask questions, uh, and many times you are you are stuck in a situation where uh, you may not be able to understand the things clearly because, like, uh, maybe uh, you're uh, new to the industry. So, uh, uh so. Could you like uh, tell us like uh, your experience regarding this, like, uh, and we could maybe possibly learn from that. Sorry, someone...
0: as in, like, I, I didn't like really get the question. Can you just like. Ref... Uh,
1: yeah, just like, uh, do you have uh, any real life example? Like, so maybe we could also learn from that as well
0: real life example about?
1: About like when you encounter like uh, a situation where you are unfamiliar with like certain stuff and how would you deal uh, with that?
0: Oh, there's a lot of examples. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, because like um, I'm familiar with most of things. Yeah, so um, let me think about a good one. Um, well like um, I guess like there's a lot of like fun things as in sometimes you have to find out uh, some uh, aspects that client would like to know and you have to like form your own opinion uh, regarding those Uh I don't know, like, have you heard of, like, the company called D.D. Chuxing? So, no. it's, sort of like, a, a ride-hailing company like Uber. Yeah. So, uh, it's basically, like, one, the largest one, like, in mainland China. And it was listed last year uh, in Ju- July. And yeah. right after it's listed, like, uh, I think, like, the regulatory side of China stepped in and um sort of like uh warning this company of some data privacy issue and um so and also like a compliance issue so uh i think the the app itself like the company's main product was delisted from like the app store so uh i think everything got pretty tense and yeah, so we recently like encountered this company who's also doing the same business as um as DD. So uh, there's quite a lot lot of like news around DD, and client was sort of like quite confused as in like what we should do in this case, and uh oh this is news coming up. Is there any in- like impacts on us? Is that gonna affect us going listed in Hong Kong or things like that? Uh-oh. So yeah, I guess that's. That's just like gets pretty interesting as in like, we have to analyze those news pretty quick and you know, come up with some uh, aspects for clients, how it's related to uh, what the client's next steps are. So yeah, you just have to look up a lot of like um, previous cases um, and uh, regu- regulatory things and to really sort out the big pictures for the client and I guess uh, we normally do like the very hard uh, grinding research and then like we come up with like a document and then for our seniors to present it. So I guess that the whole process of like trying to sort out something really complicated and um, sort of like uh, requires a lot of uh, intellectual uh, thinking and critical thinking skills. Uh, I guess that part is really interesting and challenging at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's definitely quite, because like you mentioned about like uh, there are a lot of like post hoc thing need to fix, right? And definitely need to be agile and also like have the, as you mentioned, critical thinking to handle this kind of stuff. It's just a, a really good industry, but like at the same time, we need to like consider uh, the hub the hardship like it's like a really uh, stressed uh job as you mentioned. So you also <laughs> mentioned about like uh, you need to uh, um you need to look at the email like twenty four seven. I'm not sure. So like could you like tell us more about like your experience or like interesting thing happen?
0: <laughs> oh as in like throughout the job? Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Um, I guess like a lot of it are quite interesting to me. Uh, it might not. Be I beg your pardon. Here. What is it? Sorry, I, I said like um a lot of aspects of it are pretty interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, for example, like uh, I haven't done this before, but a lot of my colleagues are doing it at the moment. So, uh, it's called due diligence. Like we have to do mm. like some third-party due diligence. That means you have to interview. Uh, the suppliers, major suppliers, and uh, distributors, and clients of a company. So I think we recently like um, doing this case with a. Um, I couldn't say the company's name, but it's like a alcohol company. Yeah. So we kind of like um, need to go into like uh, some very um, low-key cities uh, cities you might never heard of like in uh, tier five tier six cities uh, yes. in China and uh, yeah I guess if I aren't doing this job I might never <laughs> go to this place myself and uh, at the same time you're talking to some very local people who are distributing like products of company and getting to know their um, their sort of opinions their insights about industry uh, some of them having been working in the same industry for like decades so I guess it's quite interesting as in like you you work as an investment banker you um, sort of like uh, using like the advantage of the job to um, uh, find out the word yourself like as in um, you see through, like, different perspectives. And, yeah, I guess that's what I feel most interesting about the job.
1: So do you, do you guys, like, work in client's office?
0: Sorry?
1: Uh, do you guys work in client's office, or uh, you guys will uh, work separately?
0: Oh, yeah. So, trip, uh, yeah, that's, like, the stage... That you have to work in the client's office is like the client would like you to. So, um, that helps to like facilitate the process that, to accelerate a lot of things. So, like, you can just sit in the same office with some of their, um, some of their um, suits. Sometimes you sort of like need to know some key information about the company. So if you're working in the same office, that's sort of like the most efficient way, I guess. But that's sort of like, uh, it's all happening all the time. Like some cases you don't work in the client's office, but some projects you do. So really depending on like what clients want, what you need to do for the, for the deal itself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, like, uh, the culture. How would you, like, uh, depict or even describe, like, the culture mm-hmm. of, like, investment banking industry? Like, uh, do you guys work in team or even, like, or do you guys, like, work separately? Right,
0: right. Yeah, I guess, like, a lot of people talking shit about investment banking <laughs> culture. Because, <laughs> yeah, it, it is true. I, I mean, like, it happens somewhere... Uh, in some teams but it's not like it's not universal you know like um, mm. I think like every single company every single team is different and uh, every single person you encounter during workforce uh, is different so you, we can't really like generalize stuff yeah. um, so from my personal experience right uh, yeah. I think I have a really sort of like I don't know, I just really like my team. They really are sort of like friendly people and yep. a lot of them are juniors, um, but uh, we are, we're not as competitive as some of the banks are, but yep. we're really helping each other out. I think we really work as a team. So uh, in my case, it's like, uh, cause all, we kind of all joined as a batch together. So yeah, yeah so um, we really know each other quite well, yes. as, like we sort of like go to lunch and dinner together all the time. Yes. We all in Hong Kong in the same office, so um, and at the same time we work, work on the same deals. So a lot of time we're just like sharing our um, opinions, sharing our knowledge with each other, mm-hmm. and uh, if there's something um, coming up and someone to cover. Would definitely do for another, but I sort of know it's not, uh, like this everywhere. Some yep. places can be a bit more harsh. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, so I, I also like had other experiences. I, I interned in different banks. So yeah, uh, yeah. So so <laughs> I, I guess um you can't generalize it, but I yeah, think sure. there are always good people out there, good team out there. So. <laughs> Yeah, don't lose hope about this.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, like, you would also think, like, the culture... It actually depends, like, on whether you're lucky enough to get a good team. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So you have bad experience, obviously, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, like, um, I wouldn't say bad experience. It's just different exp- experience, you know? Like... <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, I used to in, um, intern in a different bank. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, the hours were much worse. and How worse? Um, well, I have never been back before 12 a.m.
1: Uh, and,
0: like, the whole month, though. Like, uh, I didn't go back um, before 12 a.m., and then there was like one day I I was off at 10 p.m. Like I was yeah. really happy about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, was, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the team is a little bit more harsh, as like the sure. team has been a bit harsh uh, about things and a bit more demanding. Yeah.
1: But
0: I think I learned a lot through that experience as well. So mm. it's not like bad, as it's like soft. Some people are really sort of into this uh, very competitive environment, really aggressive environment, you know, you just want to get the top notch stuff done. Yeah, yep. I guess, yeah, it's for different people. And yeah, I guess it's not for me <laughs> personally, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Have you ever experienced like uh, you work literally uh, the entire day? It's like 24 hours in the office. Have you experienced? uh, this kind
0: of situation. Uh, yeah, like that's, that happens in investment banking. Cause, uh, when like the deal is close to the end or you're yeah. to, like submitting your A1 files for like an IPO and stuff like that, it can be like, oh, you can put all night for that. So it's common, but it doesn't happen all the time. At least in my team, like, I think. Yeah, it's just like uh once in a while, once um once in like a few month time I would I'll say that, yeah. It's not very common. But mm. I knew it can be common for some places, some banks, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, how how do you get into investment banking? It's like your who inspired, like what, what what kind of stuff inspired you to get into this industry.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess uh I got to know during my first year of my undergrad. So we yeah. have this thing called Spring Week in the UK. So you yeah. get, get like one week uh in like during the Easter break uh in a bank if you offer the place uh, offered a spring week program. So that's for, like, um, first-year student only. So I think I got to know that throughout, like, a lot of society events. They sort of, like, teaching you how to write a CV and cover letter and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I got to know about investment banking in the first place. And uh, I, really, I didn't really do a spring week at that time, but I did decide to do a summer internship after that so i guess i ended up liking it after the summer internship so yeah that's how i got to know it's just like through society events
1: do you guys need to like do any like uh, invest investment society role or even like do you have like uh competition yeah,
0: yeah actually i did uh, yeah. I joined the UCL Business Society in my second year, and also the national society. Um, I think it really helped, and mm. as in, um, I feel like joining those societies more about like sort of cultivate your leadership skills and also like communication skills, and yep. also boost your confidence at the same time. So, I think it really helps with the interview. So. Uh, you know like all this bunch of like second year students who doesn't have any sort of full-time experience so how does a company know which one to sort of you know go forward with yeah I think a lot of it's about like your um, university experience your leadership and yeah, communication it. skills as well yeah because it's really about a people business you deal with a lot of people and clients so it's about your inter- interpersonal skills, and that's what societies bring you. Up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sounds interesting. Like, um, how would you evaluate investment banking? It's like, uh, do you have any idea regarding like, um, as like an investment banker, right? Like, what is the pros and cons of investment banking? What do you think about this?
0: Well, I think. Yeah, pros and cons. Um, yeah, to
1: summarize.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, if it go goes into pros, I think it's definitely a sector that would make positive impacts. Um, a lot of people might have different opinions against this, but I think it does make positive impacts, especially like after my. Uh, first internship actually so I was actually involved in an MA and uh, a transaction so it's about setting up a third telecommunication player in Philippines so I was helping out a Chinese company joining the market which was um, previously only uh, it's like a duopoly market so there's only two players and they're providing like really bad service and internet there were sort of like patchy. So people there couldn't really get um, good telecommunication service while um, introducing another player in the market can really help out and boost the well-being of people there. I guess that's how I view this uh, as how I can bring pos- positive impacts through these transactions. And that's also why I decided to go with this after my internship. So I think it's definitely an industry that would help um, bring out positive impacts uh, through these transactions. Uh, And sometimes it can shape an industry and as in like, you know, really it's about the capital where it goes into and how this industry is gonna um, evolve. So I guess that's one aspect of it. And also, I think um, me doing investment banking, um, another big plus is uh, we're always learning. So I think my interest, uh, just like uh, in constant learning and improving uh, yourself. So this specific career path uh, really entails a very steep learning curve, as I said before. So even for like really senior people, uh, they might find it challenging and there's a lot to learn for them. So, so you never get um, bored about it. So I guess it's about uh, the industry knowledge, specific uh, skills, like interpersonal skills that you're developing on the way. So yeah, I guess that's uh, what I find very attractive about industry. And also, like, I think it's an industry that involves a lot of strategic thinking. As in, you have the ability to involve in uh, some key milestones and turning points of companies and helping to solve some really complex problems for the suit. Uh, That's what I find quite intellectually stimulating and fulfilling. And mm. talking about the cons of working in investment banking... Um, as I said hours definitely be the top one <laughs> yeah it's kind of like sometimes it can be really um, exhausting both like physically and mentally because like you're under a lot of pressure and people expect you to deliver like um, good quality work um, on time and sometimes it can be tough mm. uh, and also like uh, the other thing is about is Mm, you have to stand by 24-7, as I said. So you, yeah. you, you, you kind of like to plan your life around it rather than, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. I think that's what sucks about investment banking. Yeah, that's what most people decided to leave as well because they kind of like want a life rather than a life around investment banking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that is the cons, right? It's like working hours as well as like, you need to be ready all the time, right? For the yeah. post-hoc tasks. Yeah. But the, but the uh, process is quite um, uh, interesting, right? You mentioned like um, it is it is a, an industry that uh, could provide like, value to the society, uh, to the companies, to the clients. As far well as, like, you mentioned, like, it's, it's an industry that could train you to be a high-value person. Like, um, because, like, you will learn a lot, obviously, because you, you spend a lot of time here and you learn a lot uh, and train you to be, to think strategically, uh, to maybe, like, have the ability to, like, handle situations that you are uh, unfam- unfamiliar with so this is um this will be great if like you could survive um, through this and obviously you will eventually become like high value because of this right
0: well like yeah i, I mean like a lot of people couldn't just survive it because it's yeah. pretty hard, apparently yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah but it's good
0: training it's good training i say
1: yeah. yeah. So that's basically about the pros and cons. But like uh, another really important question is like, because like investment banking is uh like an industry that's uh people wanna like learn about as well as like know how to get into it because like, it's such a like it's a bad it has obviously it has like its bad side, but uh the good side is very attractive as well. So what does it take?
0: to get into investment banking right yeah sure so i guess like um because i sort of like applying for positions in both europe and asia before uh (laughs) so yeah i can talk about like how uh it's different uh in these two areas Mm. so i think in asia it's more about i think to be honest like it's a lot about your degree um yeah it's about which uni you go to, yeah, just be like really transparent. Yeah, yeah realistic. And also, yeah, it's especially in Asia, I would say, and in Hong Kong, because it's really competitive, I would say. Yeah, and your CV, like your experience. So you go into like different places and um, uh, internships and that kind of stuff, your university, society, leadership experience, that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, and good interpersonal skills for sure. Yeah, and for Europe, I think it's a bit different. I think they are more looking to know, getting to know you as a person, your personality, uh, how, how you're going to fit into the team. And yeah, so it's, it's about like uh, your communication skills. Yeah. Uh, are you easy to work with? Are you a team player, and also like, are you a diligent person who would stay overnight for a pitch book, <laughs> that kind of thing? Yeah.
1: Are yeah. you a fast
0: learner? And yes. but, I guess like your educational background still counts as yes. physical, like your backup. As in they they would bring you along to like a prestigious yes. company and um at that moment like uh, what they can get to know about you is um where you've studied before and things like that. So um just to be like really honest and frankly that um so your educational background did count. Yeah. And I think it doesn't matter as much, uh especially what you study as like, a major. It doesn't really matter, especially in Europe. You can study anything Like, really, like, some of them study music or, like, English literature and stuff like that, history. Um, Yeah, I've met, like, a bunch of people who study different, like, subjects or coming from different disciplines. Background. Yeah. Yeah, background as well. So, yeah, I guess what they're looking to is more about who you are as a person and how much value you can
1: deliver, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned like quite a lot of things, like for Hong Kong, obviously, it's like about like which school you went to, like your grade, your uh, resume, your, your working experience. So like, uh, so for local people, right, like say for example, Asia or even Hong Kong. So what would you suggest them to uh, get prepared if they are like Say for example, already got into uni, and mm-hmm. they want to get into investment banking. They want to increase the chance. Maybe they are not from like Ivy League or even like UK top school. Um, is there anything they could even like prepare or like know uh, in advance to increase the chance to get into uh, banking?
0: Yeah, I think like as I said, like school matters, but it's not everything. Yep. Uh, yep so definitely if you're coming from a less prestigious school uh you still have a chance to get into it's not like it's impossible but um i think it's more about you um demonstrating your ability and uh that can be uh, a lot of um internship experience and uh sometimes like uh, it can be a, you know, it doesn't have to be a big name or something. You just have to start somewhere. Like you can yes. start, start with like a startups and you just get those like working skills. skills. Yeah, definitely that helps. And you just what kind of skills? know what they look for. Um, I, think, I think there's nothing like particularly special about um, investment banking as industry. I think, like, um, you don't really have to study finance for mm. getting into investment banking. As me personally, yeah. I didn't study finance. Yes. So, yeah, I guess you just have to have some very um, um, common sense, like uh, business acumen. Like, yeah. you need to follow what's going on in the world, in the market, and yeah. be be sensitive to information and also be communicative and you can elaborate and complicated ideas well. Mm. And things like that, just like soft skills, I think counts more than hard skills.
1: Yeah, yeah of, of course. So so, uh, aside from like internship, uh, also like uh, what act- activities would you like recommend joining?
0: You mean like for uni?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: I mean, definitely you can join whatever you want. Like it doesn't mm. matter what activity it's exactly. Like, um, definitely like following your passion is a big thing. Yeah. So, uh, you can join a sports team. You can join like a choir or anything like uh. It it really shows your passion at the same time. If you are a key member in the team, yep. that means you're a good team player as well as like you might show your leadership skills. So uh, everything counts, to be honest, like if you're making an impact, um, it doesn't matter really like what you do exactly. Um, but on top of it, you want to build up your um, knowledge about the market, about, um, definitely you have to know a little bit about finance, yes. uh, apparently, because <laughs> they're gonna ask you these kind of questions, like how you value a company, how uh what's it like in financial statements what's this item What's the what's the what's that item that kind of stuff so you have to familiar yourself with those like very basic technical questions yeah Yeah, for sure that for that you can sort of like join some clubs like investment clubs that kind of thing because if you're not interested in that stuff you won't be enjoying your job at all so yeah. uh, you might as well just, like, um, try out different, like, things before you actually decided to um, join in the industry, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, like, uh, to sum up, it's, like, uh, join, join something that you are really passionate about and uh, something that you can really uh, create a great impact and, like, just follow your heart, uh, join something that you like and passionate about. Uh, this could actually show your uniqueness to, um, to the hiring manager, maybe. Uh, at the same time, you mentioned about, we need to have some common sense, it's like uh, financial common sense, like uh, something that we need to aware is like, maybe like business market or even like uh, financial re- related news or financial related uh, knowledge. I think that is how we could prepare better. Yeah,
0: yeah. And also, like, I recommend you to team up with your friends who are yep. also interested in getting into the industry. Uh, you can, like, sort of, like, um, stay updated and oh, stay yeah yeah, yeah each other and also, like, do mock interviews with each other. Yeah, I, I think that really helps throughout, especially, like, throughout my own personal like um, application process so of uh, people help me and you can reach out to people in the industry your alumni who are already working in the industry uh, a lot of a lot of them are really happy to help you yeah
1: it's like tips and tricks on like how to better prepare for interview right
0: <laughs> yeah and yeah they just like um uh, really help you to Uh, have some, like, inside knowledge about how it's, like, working in the bank or in the company specifically. So it'd be Mm -hmm. nice to um, talk to some of them if you know any of them or you're just, you know, like, Lincoln is a good friend.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just be proactive, right?
0: Yeah, be proactive, yeah.
1: And strive for the things that you want badly.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, I guess, like, it really depends, like, how hard you want it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, if you really like to get in, you will do whatever it takes. It takes. Uh, Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Sure. How do you see the future of investment banking?
0: Oh, that's a big question. Um, I'll say, like... um,
1: Under COVID, right? Like, everything is, (laughs) like, keep fluctuating.
0: Yeah, I know, like the market listing. Yes.
1: How do you see it?
0: Well, as in like currently I'm working in the greater China area. Yeah. So I think uh, if you're looking like at the financial system of China specifically, so it's not as developed as those in like a more developed country like Europe or uh, America. Uh. It's not as mature compared to lo- those. Uh that means there are uh, tons of opportunities still in the industry. And I think there's like a statistics run by Peking University saying that um I think uh companies which are funded by through like equity are over fifty percent in America, uh compared to which uh China statistics which are less than ten percent. So uh, this is like a lot of like short term debts are used to fund long term development, which is like a common common problem that are faced by a lot of chi- Chinese uh, enterprises. So I think there's a long way to go for the equity market. So hmm. I-, I think that's for someone like you and me to play a role in
1: it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I, I I could hear the opportunities, right? Like, so do you do you recognize any threat, like regarding this industry that we should be aware of?
0: Well, um, I would say threats.
1: It's like, cause like it's all about value create, uh, value creation, right? Like, mm-hmm,
0: if you mm-hmm. cannot
1: create certain value, um. Mm-hmm they don't really want you to be there, right? So uh, any threats we could uh, uh, we should be aware of and maybe we could try to improve uh, ourselves in order to prevent those kind of threats.
0: Well like um I think like there's some cases like that you might heard of like some yeah. of the banks are just like uh, fooling people around, they're do- not doing their job properly, they're just yeah. trying to get companies listed and trying to get money and <laughs> run and things yeah. like that. Um, I think that's like sort of like a big threat as there are uh asymmetric, uh, asymmetric information mm. uh, between the private side and the public side. So, I think it, it's really down to like the ethics of people who work in the industry. Um, you have to do your jobs properly rather than you just like going through a process trying to uh, try hard to just get the company listed rather than you know protecting the uh, public out there I think yeah. that's sort of like a big threat as there's apparently a big conflict of interest
1: yeah integrity right uh, uh,
0: yeah integrity issue as well so, for example, like companies like Luckin, there's like a coffee chain. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: so, um, yeah, I guess, um, of course, like the investment banks yeah. have the incentive to get them listed uh, rather than, you know, um, <laughs> digging out all the um, dirts of the company and things like that. But I guess um, at the end of the day, you are putting your name on that, on the, on the sheet and you yeah. sort of like um, have your names on like everything is said on the prospectus so you kind of have to be uh, a little bit a little bit more honest rather than just for the money yeah. you know
1: hmm. interesting so um, after that right like what is your short term and long term goals
0: well um, I think um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question as I haven't figured out myself yet. <laughs> so, uh, as I said in the beginning, like, um, I think I like to achieve self-realization, um, and create value, but, uh, what exactly that is, I don't know yet at the moment and that's for like the long-term goals. So yeah. I do really find out throughout my job. And throughout exploring different areas, uh, yeah, of the industries, and just to really figure out what I want exactly uh, in my life. But but in the short term, I just really like to do my jobs well, because um, yeah. I have enjoying it at the moment. So yeah, just like um, yeah, just like uh, trying hundred percent on everything.
1: No yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> true. Aside from investment banking, right? Like, do you have any like uh, other thing you want to achieve? Aside uh, of from of course, like... uh,
0: I think um, I really like to have my own business someday at some stage. Uh, as in like um, I'm really like I was growing up in the entrepreneurial family, so right. there's like this sort of Uh, mindset that I really want to own something of my own so yeah yeah, I'm trying to figure out what exactly yeah I would like to do but I think I won't be doing investment banking forever that's for sure (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah okay
1: yeah yeah so you want to become a business owner or even entrepreneur in the future right that is your long-term goal
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'll say that about amazing. Yeah. You let me know if you have like any idea regarding this. I would love yeah, to hear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh I think uh that's uh, that is it for today's interview. Thank you very much for your time.
0: Thank you. Thank you for hosting this. That's very interesting.
1: <laughs> amazing. Thank you, Lynn. See you Thanks. in the future. Bye bye. Yeah.
0: Keep in touch. Bye.
1: Hey guys, thank you for listening. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at passionatelycurious.michael at gmail.com I wish you guys all the best. Stay healthy. Stay safe. This is your host, Michael Chim, and I'm Passionately Curious.